in Florida Ag and Review for the week of July 16th that was all about the drought. Well, USDA Chief Economist Joe Glover suggests that drought damage to the corn and soybean crops may turn out to be much worse than current numbers indicate. He says any new figures will have to wait until the next crop report on August 10th after USDA field surveys, but adds that it's clear the drought has spread. USDA has declared 1,300 counties in 29 states disaster areas, and the crops have deteriorated very rapidly, so much that... We've heard anecdotally, at least in some cases, that some farmers have chose just to chop the crop for silage. Glover has said that 49% of the corn crop and 50% of the soybean crop are in severe drought areas. The area under drought in general has spread and intensified, and I know everyone who's been following the drought monitor and, and the crop conditions report has seen you know, almost double-digit increases in some of these uh, categories almost every week. Glover says the country's still not at 1988 drought levels, which cost U.S. agriculture $78 billion, but he adds that crop conditions are certainly trending that way. Many disaster programs like SURE expire with the current farm bill, but Glover says the good news is there is pretty extensive crop insurance coverage. But for livestock producers now facing soaring feed costs, Glover says unless they forward contracted purchases, they'll be stuck with higher prices. And on the livestock side of things, we had this report from USDA's Gary Crawford. The nation's cattle herd has been shrinking for six years now. What does the industry need to turn that around? Adequate forage. Agriculture Department livestock analyst Shale Shagum, but it does not look like forage is going to be adequate for yet another year. We're seeing incredibly early browning out of pastures in a large swath of the United States. USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey, and he says record heat and drought already have pastures and rangeland in bad shape. Only one quarter of the nation's range and pasture land is currently rated good to excellent. Pastures are rapidly deteriorating, and uh, we cannot expect to get a whole lot of hay or feed out of those areas unless we get significant rainfall in the drought-affected areas. Last year, it was mostly Texas and the Southern Plains with this problem. This year, it's happening all across the U.S. With heat and drought decimating corn crops and pastures in southern Illinois. The cattle producers in the area are really between a, a rock and a hard place. John Pike is an extension expert stationed in Murfreesboro, Illinois. The cattle folks already are feeding the only hay they've been able to cut, and that was back in the spring. Some would like to cut the remains of the corn and use that for forage. But we're in a situation since the ears haven't formed that there's particular problems with nitrate toxicities and and things, so you just can't go out and harvest that for forage as as simple as it sounds, but I think that that's going to be an option in some cases because I think that in areas where we just haven't had anything, I, I doubt really that the corn has taken up a lot of the nitrogen like it would in a normal year. So livestock producers, depending on grass for the summer, hay for the fall and winter, could face some tough times. And we will wrap up for this week staying with the news of the drought, but with this report for consumers. Well, indeed, the record drought that corn and soybean farmers are suffering from will most likely cause an increase in grocery prices, especially meat and milk. But according to Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack, those increases should not be showing up now. As he says, consumers are most likely aware of the fact that the drought is causing damage and driving up the cost of the corn and soybean crop that are used to feed livestock. What folks don't know is it does take some time for those prices and that impact to be felt. Some people could see, well... This is an opportunity to potentially raise uh, costs now, and we want to make sure people understand that now is not the time that they should see higher food costs. If they're going to be higher food costs, you would likely see them later in the year and in the first part of next year. In fact, Vilsack says... 
because livestock producers will begin the process of potentially reducing their herds uh, in light of higher feed costs, we would anticipate in the short term, uh, actually, uh, food prices for uh, beef, poultry, uh, pork may go down a bit. Of course, over time, those prices will rise along with the costs for processed food items. But in the meantime, Vilsike says supermarkets are misleading consumers if they're blaming any current food price hikes on the drought, which is why he adds that USDA is currently on the watch for unnecessary price gouging by food stores. And remember, you can find these stories along with all the week's Southeast Agnet reports on our website at southeastagnet.com. I'm Julie McPeak with Southeast Agnet's podcast.